Welcome to ICP with We. In the name of Hollow Wicked, Double Eye Infections, and I did not have sexual relations with that woman. This is our ongoing examination of the Insane Clown Posse. I'm Eric. And I'm Aaron. And today, it's story time. This is my so-called Juggalo Life Chapter 5. Story time. Story time. Chapter five. Chapter five. It's story time. Story time. Chapter five. Chapter five. My so-called life. So-called life, cause I'm saved by the Juggalo Bell. I don't know, I was gonna do the, uh, I don't know what I was gonna do. Hi everybody, this is, we're back to normal, it, pretty much. More or less. I'm Aaron. Yeah, more or less, yeah. Uh, welcome to ICP with We. And we're back recording at our own desks. Yes. On our normal microphones. Yes. Having a great time. And I'm here with my co-host with the Absolute Comos. And that is Eric. Eric, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. We just had a great conversation about micro machines and Star Wars. Um, so my morning is starting great. So basically, we got all the bullshit out of the way off mic up top um, that we so now we can just get into the, you know, nitty gritty. I feel like we could do a separate podcast about toys and Star Wars and stuff. Yeah, there is uh, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, that we could we could definitely do uh, a whole podcast about Star Wars and, and old toys and stuff. But that's not what we're here for. We're we're here for the real deal, the the ICP and Juggalo stuff. <laughs> Good God, it's been a long time since the last story episode. We did it chapter has- four on June sixteenth, which is at this point over two months ago, and a Holy lot. Shit. A lot has happened since then. I mean, we've we've forged more stories. We hey, we these are we have created stories to tell for future episodes, although people were kind of here for these stories. But since we did our last regular, well, no, we did one regular episode mixed in. We did a, a House of Crazies review episode mixed in there somewhere. But we had our 100th episode celebration, which turned into three episodes with Juggalo Judgment. We went to the gathering and we recorded an episode there. We did a live listen and react episode to Pug Ugly, which at some point we're going to need to actually review. We did the episode that was a conversation with MC Lars, which is one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. And if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it because it's really cool. We I had a blast listening to that one back. Can I be uh, honest? Same, same. Some, sometimes I don't fully listen back to our episodes completely. Well, you, you don't have to. You lived um, it. Because I lived it, of course. Well, but I always do like listening as much as I can to hear how you edit up yeah. uh, and make us sound better than what the live <laughs> uh, actual conversation was. But um, I, I happily got through that conversation with MC Lars and I said, you know what? I think in about a month, I'll probably revisit this episode and listen to it again. It was a great conversation. Yeah, it's and what else? <laughs> what else happened since chapter four? Uh, we shot and released a video for one of the songs on our Fuck Face album, which that's cool. 
Absolutely. I uh, I got COVID and was down and out for a minute, <laughs> like really close, close to two weeks. I mean, today is two weeks since I got sick and I'm still trying to beat the cough and some of the fatigue. But for a good week plus, I was I, I didn't get out of bed for like five days. I was in very, very bad shape. So that's uh, that was one of the things I didn't expect to bring home from the gathering, but I did. So do we we did a whole episode with Juggalo Judgment where we in great detail talked through our entire gathering experience. And I don't know when that episode is going to drop, but go listen to it. Um, We had a lot of fun talking about it, a lot of fun being there. Juggalo Judgment. I mean, if you listen to us, you're probably already aware of them because they've been on a bunch of our episodes. But uh, we were happy to guest on that episode. And when it drops, make sure you check it out. But do we want to talk about the gathering and do some shout outs real quick? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. The gathering was amazing. If you want to hear our, us talk about it kind of day by day and how we felt and, and what were our thoughts were, um, please go listen to the Juggalo Judgment episode. We actually recorded it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it'll be out before this one is out or not, but definitely go check that out because what? we we talked with the JJ boys who we're you know with ostensibly the entire week, right? right. But for 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 our quick before we get into chapter five of story time, why don't you just give me a quick overview? What was it like for you to be there? What were some of the your favorite things that you saw or did? Yeah, absolutely. Quick overview. Um, I had an amazing time. I think that there was some parts that were uh, stressful to me personally, just as somebody that uh, gets nervous sometimes in large crowds or, uh, you know, overstimulated kind of easily. But I had a great time. Uh, One of my favorite parts, and I talked about it more in depth on that episode, is uh, going up to do Fago Armageddon for their Juggalo Jukebox show that happened on uh, Thursday, I believe. Massive shout out, by the way, to V-Ron for giving me uh, her badge in order to do that that was amazing i don't I think anybody can get artists. in trouble for that because as soon as you got up on stage everybody from the crowd rushed the stage anyway so it's not like yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. um yeah <laughs> if if i get in trouble or if in Viver, if Viron gets in trouble for that then uh you know please get everybody else in trouble that knock down the barrier and rush the stage yeah I saw a lot of amazing artists that I've, I've seen, you know, never seen before. Sir Mix-A-Lot was uh, something that I probably didn't realize was a bucket list artist I wanted to see live, but was really fucking cool. Yeah. Give me like Freewell a top five. Was dope. Oh, top five. Oh, yeah. we're going to go. Um, and I'm this is going to be outside of the ICP shows. Horror, Esham, Free Will, uh, Sir Mix-A-Lot, and Odd Squad Family. And there's even more that I could probably name. Uh, Cybertronic Spree was so fun. I know they're definitely in your top five. Yep. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, I, I had a great time. Eric, well, give me a yeah, give me a little rundown. What were your top five artists that, that you saw and kind of how you felt during the week? Yeah, you know, uh, I would agree with you in the sense that the whole thing felt overwhelming a little bit at times, but it was an awesome experience to be a part of. Uh, I, I was, I think one of the best things for me was seeing people from our community, people that I would consider friends, but that we hadn't met in real life. And finally 
it meeting, you know, I mean, God, I feel like we know, knew Shmeev and Mike before we met with them in person. And when we finally did, it was just like, oh, cool. We're good. We're friends. We were, it was like we hung out all the time, you know, but then, oh yeah, you know, meeting Veronica and Pig and Mustard and Corey and people that, and well, I mean, also probably the most horrifying highlight of the entire week. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was worried for this kid the entire time, but <laughs> they were having the, the absolute time of their life. And that's stank biscuits showed up like, I don't know, at 1am and just was on a rampage having the most fun and <laughs> irresponsible time oh, yeah. I've ever seen somebody have, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I think stank biscuits had a, an absolute blast. Uh, another person, uh, we were walking back from the side stage uh, over to the merch area and uh, Mac and Hose was heckling us off oh, of a megaphone. How could, I, how, how could I have not mentioned Mr. Mac and Hose right from the jump? <laughs> I mean, legitimately, and we were just ignoring it as you know you you normally do, right? Uh, and it wasn't until he called out, uh, called us out by name, and and I was like, "What the fuck?" I turned around, I was like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Mac and Hose?" Yeah, <laughs> and had a great conversation with him. Yeah. Uh, well, multiple great conversations with him. We saw yes. him a few times throughout the week, of course. Yes, but, absolutely. And uh, yeah, hopefully, I mean, we're probably forgetting people that we met and saw. Shout outs to the people that helped make the podcast event happen, because although we did run into some technical issues and there were some challenges here and there, and I think it was overwhelmingly successful and really cool to have everybody together in one place doing what we did. And big shout outs to... Rob and Scotty D and uh, Mankini and all of the content creators that were involved and shout out to Ninja Nate for coming by, checking out what we were doing, uh, picking up a CD, sharing the love, like really just really it, it felt so good to be there and be a part of things, even on whatever small scale we were. It, that That was awesome. If I had to give you a top five performances that I saw, not counting ICP, because obviously they belong there. Um, of course. Horror was probably my number one. Cybertronic Spree is probably my number two. I was very impressed with Odd Squad Family. I was very impressed with Sir Mix-a-Lot. Um, seeing Dana Dentata was really cool to me. Seeing Isham was cool. But one of the ones I wouldn't have expected to be in my top five performances, because... Again, I'm not a huge fan of their music, but Mushroomhead fucking killed it. They were great. So oh, true. I know I just mentioned more than five, but that's th that. I I mean, there were a lot of a lot of great performances. Some that I just didn't expect to like nearly as much as I did. A few that I expected to like a lot more than I did, but it was uh, overall pretty neat. You know, I, I and just to track back to uh, you know all the love that we got throughout the week from from a lot of homies that came up and and uh, talked to us, Ninja Nate included. I think when we first started this podcast, we always joked about like, oh yeah, we'll go to the gathering, but we'll probably get our fucking ass kicked. You know what I mean? Like they're they're not gonna like, especially I guess back when our podcast name was ICUP with we right. But just getting the love and, and and feeling a part of the community, you know, I mean, this is my first Juggalo event I had ever been to. 
So I'd never really interacted with uh, people who have listened to the podcast before outside of our dumb friends that, you know, will listen on occasion. It felt very good to, to know how, uh, how, how much people seem to enjoy the show. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for telling us. Yes. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this over two years ago now when we when we were still early in the show, we joked about, oh, someday they're going to invite us to come to the gathering and record an episode live. The fact that we did that in real life, thinking that it would never even be a possibility is still blowing my mind right now. Like the, oh, the yeah. whole the whole thing, the good and the bad. And there is good and bad at the gathering. You know, I mean, depending on what you what you do and who you encounter and stuff like that. It all feels so surreal and like there's no way that really happened. And yet we did like it True. is it, it is something. And I, I I I think I can say this without any exaggeration. That is it's it's larger than life and it's well outside the realm of anything I've experienced in my life. Like, I, you know, I've 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 played a lot of shows, been to a lot of shows, done a lot of stuff. Nothing is like this. And nothing can be like this. Absolutely. Yeah. This is such a unique thing that I don't think could be recreated at all in, no. in any other community, uh, especially in, in 2020. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or in the 2020s decade. In 2022. Um, that's what year it is now. Holy fuck. I lost two years. Yeah. <laughs> Me I think the whole world did. Uh, so, yeah, there was good. There was bad. Um, and honestly, you could even argue, especially this year, there was ugly, you know, pug ugly. That That's true. And there was ugly juggalos. They were at the podcast event. True. Yeah. Doing the doing the thing at the yeah. podcast event. Yes, there was plenty of ugly. Absolutely. OK, so uh, that's our, our quick gathering recap. Very quick. Gathering if you want to hear a more in depth, please go listen to the juggalo judgment episode that they're dropping on their feed. It was a team up episode uh, with the four of us had a great time. Fuck. I mean, I guess it's it's time to to continue the season that never ends season five. Yeah. Uh, with some with some story time. Huh? Yes. I want to start story time with a correction. Okay. My and this this happens. And it's interesting going back and looking through my life in this way and admittedly saying, you know, I thought my memory of some of these things was pretty good, but I was a little bit off. And every once in a while, I will chase a detail that makes me realize, oh, wait, I was wrong about the timing mm. on this. So in the last episode, I left us in the fall of 1998. That's still where we're going to pick up. But I said that's when I was starting school in Pittsburgh. And that is wrong. I actually moved mm. to Pittsburgh and started school in October of 1997, ah. which for some reason I thought. I graduated and then started school a year later, which makes no sense. I know I didn't because I was told get a job or go to school. And I sure of as course, fuck didn't yeah. have a job. So, of course, yeah. I started school. I dropped out of school and then I moved in with my friends in Pittsburgh and started school again. So I figured this all out because I knew that before we went to this Hallow Wicked show, there was another show that we were supposed to have gone to. So I started researching this. Me and my roommate, Jay, had tickets to see ICP, Psycho Realm and Misery at some place called the Rostraver Ice Garden. 
This is south Ooh. of Pittsburgh, near a, a, a town in the middle of nowhere called Belvern. And I ended up working there at some point later down the line. Uh, but this would have been in January of 1998. And I'm thinking, how did I, how did we have tickets for a show in January of 98 if we didn't move until October of 98? And then I realized my timeline was off. So we never saw that right. show. And here's why the show was canceled. To my knowledge, the show was canceled. I remember we did not go and I remember we didn't know why, but something changed and we ended up not going. I tried to look it up. It looks like their tour bus got in an accident like a day or two ahead of that. Mm. And I don't think they ended up playing that show in Pittsburgh. But I remember Jay kept that flyer. He had like a poster for it up on his wall for years after that. Interestingly, that is the same tour where. Everybody on the tour got arrested for assault after getting in a fight at a Waffle House and the same tour where a few months later, Jay had a panic attack on stage and cut all his hair off. That's right. Okay. Given as fucked up as that tour was, I'm not completely surprised that Jay had a meltdown. So anyway, I went back and looked. I definitely started school in October of 1997. So by the fall of 1998... I had already been living in Pittsburgh for a year, which helps to explain, okay, I, you know, met these people. We became friends. I remember for some reason, I remember talking about in the last episode. Oh, yeah. Well, we had we had the the Twisted CD. We had the Misery CD. We had listened to Forgotten Freshness volumes one and two. It all makes more sense that we had more time at school. All that stuff happened. So, of course, where did we leave off last time? In chapter four, I talked about graduating from high school. I talked about Milenko dropping, then dropping again. I talked about Strangle Mania and the impact it had on us and our band and stuff like that. I talked about going to college, then dropping out, then moving to Pittsburgh with my friends and going to college again. I talked about, like I said, hearing Twisted and Misery for the first time. I talked about Forgotten Freshness one and two. And all of that brings us to the fall of 1998. I... I also remember somewhere in that time frame, and I I think I've brought this up, but I remember we used to wake up to go to school and uh, my friend would have the radio on, my roommate. And I remember in the morning there were ads for ICP and they would play Santa's a fat bitch as part of the ads on the radio, which I thought was really interesting. Oh, Uh, that is. (laughs) And so at this point, I'm living in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, which is just south of the city, uh, in a house with four of my friends. We're all attending the Art Institute. This house literally was across the street from the T, which is the subway, but it comes above ground when you get outside the city. So we could hear and see the train going past all the time, which is probably why our rent was really cheap. But right. Um, also at this point, I was working for the Record Exchange, which is a small regional chain now called Just the Exchange that sold new and used music and movies and video games. We shopped there all the time, and I think I just harassed them until they eventually hired me. But that place, (laughs) and I've talked about this briefly before, is how I first heard House of Crazies and Half Breed and a lot of music because I could take anything home and listen to it. I could buy anything at cost. And whenever stuff would come in that looked vaguely interesting, I would take it. So so that's where we left off. That's where we are right now. And this chapter is going to be a very specific focus. I'm not going to talk outside of this a whole lot about what was going on in my life at that time, because 
Now you know, but I just Mm -hmm. want to talk about Halloween of 1998. Fuck yeah, let's talk about it. Do you remember you were you were four years old? What did you dress up as? I was four years old. I assume I was uh, probably Winnie the Pooh this year. I don't know. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I had. uh, It it wasn't until I think like 1999 or maybe 2000 when uh, it was just Star Wars until I Uh, grew out of trick or treating, and then it was Star Wars when I got old enough to start wearing costumes to bars in college. For oh, Halloween. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't think I dressed up as anything because I don't know. I was too old. I don't know. But so there were me and my friends living in this house. We were all from Erie, Pennsylvania, and we all moved there together. And it's kind of eerie. Right. But it and, explains uh, why you know each other. Right. Right. That's that's true. It's coincidental. We all moved into this house and they were like, wait a minute. No. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> so. We were living in the big city. We were going to college. We were in a band. We were doing art. We thought we were super cool. Halloween oh, was course. coming. Uh, plus, my birthday is like just before Halloween, four days before Halloween. And I was about to turn 20. And on top of that, on top of all that, we started seeing flyers and ads that ICP was playing a Wicked show in Pittsburgh on the 29th. So... 27, 29, 31, practically three big holidays in my mind, right? Oh, now, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This this Hallow Wicked show was part of the I always thought it was the Hallow Wicked Clowns Tour, but apparently I've always missed one little line. I'm looking at the flyer for it right now, and it says the Hallow Wicked Dead Clowns Tour. So, okay. Hmm. But when you look at this flyer, I'm actually going to share it with you. Do you want to see the flyer? Yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, look at that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, when you look at it, this is the Halloween Dead Clowns tour. Now, this is I think they only did 5 or 6 dates. So, and they were all just kind of close within driving distance of Detroit. And I remember this being a big deal because it was ICP and Guar, which not to say that Guar isn't legendary, but they were still kind of a big deal at the time. And it was a co-headlining tour. If you look on the flyer right next to Guar, it says both bands play full sets, no openers, just these two. Like at the time, it seemed like the theming just made sense to put the two together. And for Halloween, like how are we not going to go? Like, obviously we were going to go. Oh yeah. So I actually, uh, right under Guar, it says added guests, Cottonmouth Kings. Was that, did they, Cottonmouth do you remember Kings, seeing them? Cottonmouth Kings did not play. I think mm, they were okay. supposed to be on this tour and ended up not playing because I think they got kicked off of a tour or this tour or previously. I read somewhere or heard somewhere that they were trading passes like backstage passes for weed and they got Uh, kicked off their off the tour you know what that just sounds business as usual for a group called cottonmouth kings right um so we didn't we i mean we didn't expect outside of potentially seeing cottonmouth kings but i think we knew that they weren't going to be there for some reason we expected these two these two groups and that was it icp and guar right so knowing that all that's going on my birthday's coming up Halloween's coming up. ICP is going to play. 
Christy decided to come down and visit for my birthday, which is, it's like two and a half, three hour drive. So not too bad. So she drove down a bunch of our other friends, including some of the people that went to that first ICP show with us in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They also came down and there were, so Christy was like, I'm coming for your birthday and to see ICP. Our friends were like, we're coming for ICP and Halloween. And, and also your birthday is cool. Yeah. Well, no, they, they, they don't care. They didn't care about any of that. Right. 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 Um, but so we, we had friends in town. We had a gang of people from school and stuff. And we, we were all going to go see ICP. That we were crewed up pretty we were, much. Yeah. We were, we were crewed up. And I'm about to tell you just how crewed up we were. So in October, especially late in October in Pennsylvania, you never know what you're going to get. Could be cold, but it wasn't a bad day. It was like almost 60 degrees in the afternoon, close to 50 degrees by the time we left for the show. But it's funny. I remember we were all just dressed like it was summer, like whatever, you know, because we knew it was going to be warm inside and stuff. And I cannot remember who all was with us for the show. And I remember we took Christie's car and I know I was driving my friend Jay, who I went to high school with, who went to that first ICP show with us. The one that I always reference as I think was the one that introduced the jocks to ICP. Uh, right. He ended up being my roommate. So he was there. And Christy was sitting on his lap in the passenger seat. We had three people in the back seat and I think one person laying across them. And I'm also thinking there might have been another car of people, but I'm pretty sure our Detroit homie from college, Jeff, I I told you they called him monkey tits and his friend. I think (laughs) they were in the back seat. I also think our other friend, short J, might have been in the back seat there, too. I just know there was a lot of us. So there was a whole bunch of people and we drove to this. It wasn't a normal venue or a club. It was something called the Crane Building, and it was down in the Strip District. Now, the Strip District is a neighborhood in Pittsburgh that's just outside, I guess, kind of east of downtown. And I know it used to be a big, like, market receiving business industrial area. It's right on the river. And now it's mostly, like, shops and clubs and stuff like that. And when we when we pulled up to this place, it was just like this big-ass warehouse, we parked and, and went inside and it was just this huge empty building with a big stage set up at one end with a black curtain in front of it and then some merch tables at the other end. And the place was, I mean, already when we got there, pretty full of people. I I couldn't even venture a guess at how many. A thousand, two thousand people, maybe. I uh-huh. think at this point, ICP had gotten a decent amount of mainstream attention. So the audience had clearly grown. So there was a big group of people in there, but they weren't so big that the people listening weren't still pretty invested. You know, I don't think there was a lot of very casuals there. I think it was a lot of people that, you know, were still really into what was happening, which was cool. So we're we're inside. We're, you know, getting the lay of the land, looking around, kind of glancing at some of the merch tables and stuff. And the lights dim and some music starts playing and that big curtain opens and reveals a huge banner that says Twisted. Now, Twisted's first album, the the original version of Most Tasteless had just dropped in August and we fucking loved it. They weren't on the flyer. We didn't see any merch from them. So it caught us completely off guard. And I just remember people 
like screaming, twisted, like freaking out. And yeah, I, nuts. I do too. I remember like looking at my friends and being like, fucking twisted. Oh my God. Like, and the entire right. crowd just surging toward like everybody turned and ran toward the stage because it just, it, it seemed like it came out of nowhere. And this was really cool because it was back before they did face paint. It was just the hoodies back then. It was a very simple yeah. set, but it was also an amazing set. Like, I think we already were like, okay, this is kind of cool. You know, we like this CD and we like the music. Seeing them there and the excitement around their unexpected appearance, I think that hooked us as Twisted fans. And the crowd was 100% there for it. People were... People were going nuts and it was really like even back then, I think it was obvious that there was something special about Twisted. And uh, I, if I'm being honest, not to say ICP wasn't great. The most memorable thing about this show was Twisted for me because it just blew our minds that suddenly this cool new group that's on Psychopathic was there. Right. It was the excitement of, you know, you knew you were going to see ICP that night. You had no clue you were going to see Twisted, this new group that sort of surged into yeah. uh, relevance in this world. Yeah. Pretty recently. Yeah. And it, it was it right. was cool. So they got done playing and then was Guar. Now, I had heard Guar. I had friends like I think everybody's got that friend that's like into Guar. You know what I mean? But yeah. not a lot of people are really into Guar. I never was. I just, I, I thought it would be fun to see them, right? I had heard about them. I've seen of pictures of them. I've seen videos. So we got up pretty close to the front and they came out and they had their big crazy costumes on. And it, it was funny for a song or two. And and then they started spraying fake blood all over the crowd. And at that point, I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go walk. Yeah. I'm walking to the back because- Fago is one thing, but getting fake blood stains all over my clothes and stuff was not something I wanted to do. So, oh, yeah, no. we we kind of watched from a distance. I remember them playing a song called Fish Fuck, which sounded kind of like all the other songs they played. But I just remember them being like, this one's called Fish Fuck. And I was like, OK, that's weird. And I remember <laughs> also very distinctly because this was right after all of the scandals with Bill Clinton happened. But they brought out these people in these big, like, exaggerated Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton costumes, and they did this whole skit, and he was like, suck my big horse cock. And then he had, he had like, a big fake prosthetic dick on this big ridiculous costume, and then they sprayed uh -huh. fake cum all over the audience out of the dick. And uh. some of it might sound kind of <laughs> funny, and some of it was kind of funny, but I, I just remember them. It felt like they played fucking forever. And it yeah, all yeah, kind of, sure. it all kind like, I didn't think their sound was great. It just all kind of blended together. And in, if you don't love Guar and you don't know their stuff, I was kind of like, all right, let's wrap this up and get on to ICP. You know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure. And uh, so eventually Guar finished playing and they cleared all their shit off the stage and ICP came out and it was, it was a cool set because... This is the first time we'd seen them since Malenko came out and Forgotten Freshness 1 and 2 had dropped and they got kind of big mainstream attention. And I don't remember everything they played, 
but I remember a few things very distinctly. First, I remember them dissing corn, which seemed odd and random because this was before there were any corn disses on their songs or anything. Second, I remember that crowd going the fuck off. I remember going off. Just like. Right. I remember. Sure. Yeah. Like they started playing and I wasn't quite near the front. And I just remember crawling up people's backs and over their heads to get to the front. And, you know, you'd try to get up to the front to sing along and do your thing and fall down. Okay. Then get back up on top. And, you know, it was just a constant calamity of motion in that crowd. And it was all the energy of that first show we saw in Cleveland, but now with more people and with new music and, they I mean, not to say they weren't always hungry, but they they brought an even more energy, I think, to this because they were just hard, hard to say they weren't kind of on top of the world at that moment. And it was really cool. It was just this sweaty, gross, slimy mass of people and Fago just baking inside this warehouse. And normally that sounds like if I died and went to hell, it would be that. But <laughs> right. But I've got to say it was fucking amazing. Like just such a fun, fun, fun night. Like when 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 you put that much energy into a show, it's because the people putting on the show are putting out that much energy. And it was just this big cycle of, you know, they were they were giving it. We were giving it back. And it was really cool. Energy was matched. Yes. Big time. So. The show ended, and as we were leaving, there were people handing out copies of the special Hallowicked single. And that year, it was on CD. That's the first year they did one on CD. And it was just in a, you know, like a cardboard sleeve, but shrink-wrapped and everything. And it was two tracks. There's a song called Pumpkin Carver, featuring Twisted and Cottonmouth Kings, who were supposed to be on this tour. And then the second track was an interview. And the back said limited edition 10,000. So this Hollow Wicked tour, I think, I think six, I think it was six shows, but they were, they were handing them out pretty liberally. We ended up with extras. I think I got four or five of them. And I don't know if that's a dick thing to do. I don't know, but I kept one sealed. I opened one to listen to, and I sold a couple of copies. Not going to lie. Honestly, I feel like anybody any juggalo would have done the exact same thing in yeah. your position. Yeah. yeah 100%. Made, yeah. made some money, made some money, uh, paid, definitely paid for the show, you know? And for sure. So we, we walked out on a huge high and for, this is a random anecdote. I don't know what it's got to do with anything. I remember talking to somebody after the show, maybe somebody that was in the car with us. I don't know. I don't know why, but they were talking for some reason. They showed us their 311 tattoo and they were talking about how much they fucking love 311. <laughs> and they're like, they're just so fucking talented and they're great singers. Unlike some band that people say have great singers, but they actually suck. And I swear to God, this dude says this. He goes like faith no more, which made me unreasonably angry at the time because I mean, I, I still think this, but I at that point, I really was very like. Mike Patton is the greatest vocalist in the history of music. But so anyway, I just I have that strange memory from after that show because you come out of a show and you're heightened anyway. And you're like, all you know, but we piled back into the car and we were headed back to our house. And I don't I feel like 
there were fewer people in the car on the way home because I think some of the people that we were with decided to stay down in the strip district and do stuff. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but I don't remember the car being quite as crowded on the way home. And I remember Christy. So this was her first show. She was actually going to be on this episode with us to talk about it with us. But she sadly now also has COVID and she was just like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling up to it. So we'll get her on a future episode at some point because she went to multiple different shows with us. And maybe we'll have her talk about this one briefly as well. But she was like, you've, you've rarely seen somebody whose life had changed in the way hers had in that moment. We're in the car and she was just like, where are they playing tomorrow? How do we get there? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I, I think we looked and it was, they are playing in Detroit and she was like, can we go? Can we drive? We can drive there. We can do that. And we tried to figure it out, but realized there's just no way we could make it happen. But there, right. I mean, this was definitely like a, she had never seen anything like it. And that was it for her. You know, she was she was in at this point. She had, I mean, because I told her the story of us going to see them in Cleveland and stuff. So she was looking forward to this. And I think it way, way more than exceeded her expectations for for what she was, you know, going to thought she was going to see. Of course. Yeah. So uh, the aftermath of the show the next morning, which was a Friday, the day before Halloween, uh, Christy got up and she headed home and. I started to realize, I think I came back from the concert with more than just some CDs and merch. My right eye didn't seem right. Something seemed wrong with it. Just like it felt like there was something in it, sand in it or something. It was kind of messed up. Um, and so throughout that day, it bothered me. And the next day, I woke up with my eye totally fucked up. And the other eye was starting to bother me. What the fuck? Uh, so... In the coming days, I remember waking up a few mornings with both of my eyes like just completely glued shut. I couldn't open them. I had to like wash them with hot water and physically pull my eyelids open with oh, my fingers. God. I find I did eventually get past it. But yes, I got pink eye in both of my eyes from that nasty, filthy show. And Jesus I was Christ. I was very convinced it was Guar that had given me pink eye. I mean, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me if I'm being honest. No, I, I, don't, I don't. But anyway, like I at that show, it was just constant like Fago in the face and in your eyes and in your nose and your mouth, your ears, like everything. And I, you know, you're wiping, you're taking your hands and trying to wipe it away from your eyes. It, it seems completely reasonable that touching all these sweaty, gross people and, you know. Oh, I'm sure it can happen. Um, I remember during that time, though, Jay doing a project for school. And we were all obviously we were in an art school. Some of us were going to school for animation and multimedia stuff. And my friend Jay did this project for school. And I have no idea why it was all that he did some kind of project where all the people in our house were animated. And one of them was a picture of me with fucked up eyes with like stuff spewing out of them. And I was like, dude, (laughs) what the hell? The only thing that I can't figure out is Halloween was on a Saturday. So the next the next day after that. And I don't remember how or why, but I do remember going to a Halloween party with our friends. I assume my eyes were fucked up, but I don't remember. Uh, maybe they right. hadn't really gotten super bad yet at that point. I'm yeah, not maybe sure. it was the beginning of it. And you're like, you yeah. know what? I'm going to ignore this till yeah. it gets worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it definitely got much worse. But uh, sure. 
The next year for Halloween was a really memorable one. And maybe I'll tell some of that story in the next episode. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah. So speaking of the next episode, I'm talking about the amazing Jekyll Brothers. I'm talking about seeing them on the Jekyll Brothers tour. I'm talking about my inability to commit to school, which somehow in the long term caused me to commit to way more school. Uh, <laughs> big stuff happening. I'm also hey, I'm living that. Yeah, I'm also talking about ICP. You know, I think a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, Great Malenko." That was the height of ICP's popularity. Hell no. I think Jekyll Brothers was when they got the biggest personally, and 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 how what that change looked like. So. So, yeah, that's that's my story. I know it wasn't a super long story, but it's a story about one show and what happened before and after it and one very impactful show. I still look back and I think, holy shit, I got to see a Hallow Wicked show. That's really fucking cool. Yeah, no, that's fucking sick. Honestly, uh, we talk about this all the time uh, or fairly frequently, at least. I wish I would have been a fan uh, or been around in the golden days where they were doing Hollow Wicked and all that shit. Although I was, I mean, they still, you know, do. like we talked about um, four years old and living in Texas. But, uh, you know, listen, parents bring their kids to ICP shows. Listen, uh, yeah, that's true. We saw many children at the gathering. So that's a normal yes. thing. Uh, I'll tell you what, we're, we're working on the time machine. I'm going to have to put a lot of seats in it because people keep asking if they can come with us. Eventually, we're going to go back and do all this stuff and we're bringing all our homies with us. Oh, absolutely. One day, there's just going to be a a portal opened up to the Detroit area back in the 90s. And we're just going to run fucking wild. Wild. Wild, wild sauce. But the thing is, we can't go to any shows that you've already been to, which I'm, I'm glad this is why we're doing all these, because if we do that, then it'll be like a whole buttercream effect. Oh, mm, yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I could be there. I just couldn't. You just can't make contact with your previous self, right? Right. You can't yank your previous self out of the crowd and say, hey. Don't wipe your eyes with your hands right now. Here's a wet wipe. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. I know you're having fun, but d- just be careful here. Yeah, yeah. You're you're really going to regret these swollen shut eyes for the next few yeah. days. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Uh, fuck. This was like late last year, actually, when I had that cyst uh, right near my yeah. eye that got infected and swole that eye shut. Yes, I remember um, late, late last year when that happened. Wasn't that? You were supposed to be at that show that we played in November and you couldn't be because of it, right? Correct. Yes. Uh, and then and then it drained and then it swole, you know, swelled back up. And then finally on New Year's Day is when I said, hey, I'm going to need to go get yeah. this shit actually taken care of by a medical professional. And then I paid $500 because since it was New Year's Day and even though I was in a normal doctor's office, they said it was emergency oh, care sure. hours. Yeah. Uh, because that makes sense, right? Sure. But yeah, no, I shit sucks. Yes. Um, We're going to have to sucks. put a warning at the both- beginning of this episode with about, hey, listen, if you're sensitive to nastiness and eye trauma, don't listen. Oh, uh, don't worry. I got it in my fucking open, baby. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I, I think that uh, going to a Hollow Wicked show might still be on my Juggalo bucket list. Absolutely. 
we might need to figure out a way to make it out there. Probably not this year. No, no, I, I don't think we can do it Actually, this year. Definitely not this year. Yeah. Maybe next year. Maybe we'll next year. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, I uh I cannot wait to start talking about the amazing Jekyll Bros uh era with you on this next story time. I think that's gonna be uh be really fun. And you know, listening to you not being able to commit to school, causing you to go to way more school is gonna make me feel way better about uh pretty much the entirety of my early twenties. Yo, wait until you find out how much more my stupidity caused me to commit to. You'll see. I cannot wait. Don't you love stupidity making you do things? Yeah, no, not really. I mean, I guess in this instance, it was fine. I mean, I still, I have a reminder of it every month still. And uh, someday I'll be able to put it behind me, but. Yeah, heard that. Fuck yeah. Eric, great story today. Um, I'm really looking forward to hearing Christie's thoughts on this, especially hearing how hyped up she was on the car ride home. Um, and, uh, and I'm hoping that, that by the next story time, she's feeling good and, and wanting to come on and and say a few words about it. Yeah, that's my hope too. I will say, uh, the other day I, we watched a video of ICP's Saturday set from the gathering and she watched the whole thing. She had to like, get up for something. She's like, pause this. Okay. And she, like, she was like, man, they, they still have it. She's like, they're so good. And I was like, okay, it's still there. It's still there. You've still and got that's it awesome. too. <laughs> you know, uh, and it makes me feel good as somebody that uh, never got to see them in this era to know that they haven't really missed a beat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're still putting on great performances. Obviously, they're not as young as they used to be. Right. Uh, and they're probably not doing as crazy as stuff. There's a difference, right? It's a little bit different. But the, the thing that she was most surprised about is she was watching the crowd and she's like, they're just standing there. She's like, does this crowd like get into it? Are they going to like, because obviously she hasn't seen them since, let's see, the last time we saw them was uh, either Black Rain. Yeah, Black Rain, I think, was the last time we saw them. I mean, that was obviously Lotus, but still. Um, So last time we saw ICP was when Hell's Pit came out. So it's been quite a while for her. And she was like. Just like the crowd doesn't even seem like they're into it. Like what? She just expected them to be like going crazy the whole time, because I think that's the way it was back then. You know, the crowd really just went nuts a lot. But um, that was that was her biggest thing. She was surprised by. Well, I was also like, listen, a lot of the people, you know, day five. Oh, yeah, it was day five. Rough shape for a lot of people. But also a lot of people aged with ICP that were probably in that in that pit. You know what I mean? So. It makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, so next episode, mm-hmm. we are going to be doing ICP Songs We've Missed, Volume 5. That's right, y'all. We are still reviewing ICP songs that we've missed Yeah. in this never-ending Season 5. I can't wait, though. So, uh, volume 5, this is going to be a good one. I'm very, very much so excited yeah. for it. And um, then after that, we've got another House of Crazies review, or potentially... Our, our proper review of Pug Ugly, depending on how things go. We, I guess we can make that choice. True. Yes. After that will be a review album, whether it be a Twisted With Us, House of Crazies review, or an ICP with We Pug Ugly official review. We shall wait to find out. Yeah. Out, I think Outbreed would be the one that we would be covering 
in an order. So 1995's Outbreed, if we do House of Crazies, or Pug Ugly. I cannot wait to uh, decide later which one we're going to do next. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll, <laughs> well, hey, until then, Eric, where can people uh, find all of our stuff? Well, you can find links to all of our things, all the goodness at icpwwe.com. You can check out the show. You can communicate with us through email. You can follow us on our social channels. You can uh, buy some merch. You can become a patron. You can do all kinds of, you can check out our YouTube channel, which I'm, from what I understand, you've now got all of our episodes posted to, right? Nope. Okay, cool. (laughs) Don't hold me to that. Uh, I am going to be continuously working on posting our backlog up to YouTube. Y'all please uh, keep an eye out for that. But they uh, take a lot more time than uh, I would yeah. like to. Yeah. Time and processing power that my computer just likes to wheeze every time I try and export one of these bad boys. Yeah, but they will be up there. Uh, I'm going to be slowly working on them uh, periodically throughout the uh, next foreseeable ever. Uh, you know, <laughs> next foreseeable ever. Absolutely. Uh, well, y'all, before we get out of here, I would like to thank our our. Dear over-the-shoulder boulder holders, <laughs> Rob, Viron, Corey, and Blade. Thank you all for the continued support on Patreon. Y'all, our Patreon is on our website if you'd like to get some added uh, bonus stuff as well as help support the pod. Thank you all so much. Until then, Eric, try not to uh, get any eye infections. I'm going to do my best. I, You should do the same. Everybody do the same. Be very aware of touching your eyes. Just don't. Just don't. Make sure your hands are clean. Oh, damn it. I just finished rubbing poop in my eyes. Mm. I wish you would have said something like two minutes earlier. You know what? (laughs) I don't know. I kind of just got it from the communal pile that we keep. (laughs) Think about how awful that would be. (laughs) A communal uh, poop bucket. No, no, just rubbing poop in your eyes in general. Oh, rubbing poop in your eyes in general. Yeah, that was. Oh, my God. That's a good question. For Eric, I'm Aaron. Big old whoop whoop. We'll see you next week. tell we haven't done a proper episode in a couple weeks. (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) 